content of this podcast is provided as general informational purposes only. It is not intended for, nor should it be used to replace professional behavior intervention and advice. This is Sissy. And this is Susan, and we are... Function Junction. Behavior Matters. Yeah, you know what else matters? I do, I think. (laughs) Well, a lot of things matter. But uh, coming to the end of the school year kind of matters, and... Taking a break kind of matters too. Season two. This is our last podcast until school starts. So we just wanted to talk a little bit about how we know you all are feeling and how we know your kids, whether they're your own kids or children in the classroom. And I found a cute little post online the other day and I thought it was cute. So I'll just read part of it real quick. It's summer, and that means people everywhere are tired. Teachers are tired, bus drivers are tired, school staff members are tired, administrators are tired, coaches are tired, parents are tired, all the people are tired except kids. Kids are not tired. They are wired and excited and full of energy because summer. For child, summer is everything awesome. Field day, field trips, and the beer parties, the neighborhood pool is open, Vacations might be coming up, and it's life amplified for our friends. Every day leading up to the last day of school, and summer carries the promise of something fun and spectacular, culminating with the most awesome stretch of pure childhood bliss, summer break. And we look at each other, and we just think, how can we not be excited, and how can (laughs) they the children not be tired. We look at each other and say, how are you feeling? And we say, we're doing summer. They will totally get it. And they will most definitely give you a smile. So having said that, we all hope that you have a fabulous summer. And I know we have some other things to talk about that goes along with that because not everybody is waiting for summer break to enjoy like our kids are. Yeah, I mean, I do think about, I know, you know, you said parents are tired and I am not a parent, but I have enough friends who are. Mm-hmm. And I know that, you know, you have this, all these end of school year parties and all these end of school year projects. And if your child is older, you have all this concern about, did they get their assignments turned in? Do they have anything late? Are they going to graduate? And that's that's a lot to make you tired. And then on top of that, you're thinking, Now they're going to be home for the summer and they're going to want to do some things. And now I have to plan out all of those things. Uh, So summer break is not really a summer break for parents. Well, yeah. And I can't tell you, I've talked to probably two or three friends that are exhausted because they just drove up to college to unpack or, you know, move out of apartments and dorms. And there's everything all over their house. And they keep thinking, oh, I'll get to it over summer. And then... Here we are almost at summer and not everybody is going to be laying by the pool because a lot of teachers are teaching extended school year. A lot of teachers and paras are uh, getting ready for training. You and I are getting ready for a ton of training. You know, administrators are trying to figure out class schedules and locations and times for training and for extended school year services. And, you know, it seems like who are we talking to the other day? They told us that they don't really get a break. They get like one week off during July. Mm, so. Yeah. Yeah. One of our dear friends who really is this has filled up her whole summer 
with trainings for her district, you know, and, and supporting her teachers and her staff members. You know, administrators, people may think they're just going to wrap the year up and yeehaw. Yeah. No, no. They have to plan the training. They have to think about what changes need to happen for next year and how to help that happen. They have to know what TEA is saying it, that that is coming down and coming through and how to prepare that for their staff. I, I recall very clearly being a teacher of students who were self-contained and the the energy level right before any break, but certainly before summer break is really high. And uh, my students might not have been able to verbalize all of that, but you could tell they would feel the energy. And yes. so it was very important to us to keep our classroom yes. running the same day. Yes. One was the same as the last day in terms of you're going to come in, you're going to check your schedule, whatever your schedule says. Those are the things that you're going to do and yes. keep those routines in place. Because for many of our students, routines are comforting. Yeah. And I and I can remember one year I needed to move my classroom. There were going to be several classrooms moving that year. And, you know, people would come and walk into my classroom and say, when are you going to pack up? You know, when are you going to get your room ready? Because somebody else is going to want to, somebody else is coming in here. And I said, when the students are gone, (laughs) this is their classroom. I cannot, you know, maybe Jenna teachers can do that. You know, certainly say to the students, We've finished with the all of these materials. I'm going to pack them up and take them home. Or we finished with that unit and I'm going to put that up in our in the, you know, in the cabinets. But, you know, too much change in the physical environment for my students mm-hmm. it would bring on anxiety. And we are not finishing our year out with some anxiety. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, I, I do think. Did he have something he did when he was anxious, when he saw Well, we were sort of talking about before we got on things that, you know, we were going to be talking about today. And I did mention the crazy things that we say. And maybe all families have this. I don't know. And I think of my classroom as a family. But I'm going to make a book someday of the kinds of phrases that I have said. And I will probably ask for input from other teachers because I know y'all all have plenty things you never really thought. I was, I never would have expected to say that phrase, but, um, you know, many of our students have some sensory kind of needs. And I had a student who would press his chin against all kinds of things, you know, his own arm, the table, books, the wall, you know, seeking that input. And sometimes he would be over in the break area having a little break and there might be another student over in the break area having a little break. And I would see that he was pressing his chin on the other student and it could be kind of uncomfortable because he would be pretty firm with the pressing of the chin. And I remember saying to him, don't press your friends from across the room (laughs) saying, don't press your friends. And then later thinking, who would have ever thought you know, I guess you, we do say, don't press me now. But back then, it was really just about don't press your friends. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we've talked about how you would say, if you want to earn something, you can't drink the water of the air. Oh, yeah, that's a story for another day. We will yeah. save that one. But we, we do say 
things to children. You know, they they really, really want the frozen, you know, they, they really want Elsa. Yeah. And you say, you know, Elsa's going to go to timeout. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. I definitely will. And maybe maybe I've told this story before. I don't know. And hopefully Miss Bella won't mind that I said this. I have had so many wonderful people, and her name comes up a lot, but Ann Bella worked in my classroom quite a bit. She she definitely could have run the whole thing. She probably could have run the whole school had she wanted to. Her just her knowledge level was out there, but she was very strict with the kids and they would behave for her. And this particular student had someone else that went with him to general education for his inclusion time, and he called him Mr. Brian. And he loved Mr. Brian. And when he would act up, I would go in and I would say, you need to, you know, you need to get it together or Mr. Brian is going back to my class and Miss Bella's coming. And he would say, no, Bella, no, Bella. But, you know, like who would think that's how you're going to change a child's behavior is to, you know, like you're still going to have support, but it's not going to be the person you're asking for. <laughs> it cracks me up. I know. I've had so many kids do things like that. Like there's a little guy, he always brings a golf ball to school and when it's very distracting. And so we put golf ball to bed, right? So we have like a little area where the golf ball goes to bed. And when he comes in in the morning, we always say, okay, time for golf ball to go to bed. And then you think about that, like who, who would even understand that? Who would think? And the other, you know, the other people in my room. But now I go back to all the changes, you know, coming at the end of the year. A couple of things I wanted to mention. One is, Sissy, I don't know about you, but a lot of my teachers and behavior specialists and other people are changing jobs. They're going into administration or they're moving campuses. Or we have one awesome teacher that we worked with yesterday who's moving to Hawaii which yeah. is a plus, but I mean, yeah. that's huge. And then trying to, with those administrators, trying to interview and find new people and. You know, and I do, I do like the idea of having humor always touches me to make, gets my thinker going, gets my brain thinking, but the same student who didn't want Miss Bella to work with him. The school had this big thing, and I may have told this story, and I hope you don't mind hearing it again if I did, but the school had this part of a fundraiser where teachers would bring in these things to be raffled off, and kids would, I think kids either earned tickets or bought tickets, and they would put their name on the ticket and then put it in the bucket beside the teacher's prize, whatever it was. Uh And one of the prizes was a Disney movie. And I'll just say, obviously, it wasn't Elsa because that hasn't been, I mean, Frozen. It hasn't been around that long. But let's say it was Frozen. And every ticket he got went into that Frozen bucket. He was, that's the only thing he was interested in. And, you know, we all knew he's probably not going to get the Frozen video, you know. So um, we go to the big assembly where they draw out a ticket for each of the prizes that the teachers have put up. And he did not win the Frozen video. And he was very sad. But I was like, okay, this is this is good for me. (laughs) So I bought a Frozen video or whatever the video was that he liked. And we had him earn tickets for good work in the classroom. So, you know, I didn't have to threaten to take Bella in there and trade out Mr. Brian for Bella. He could earn his tickets to go into the bucket, you know, and of course, 
it's sitting up in my classroom, just like it looked, you know, in the cafeteria for the other draw. And he had no idea whether other people were getting tickets and putting tickets in there, but they weren't. Oh gosh. <laughs> he was That's the so only sweet. one that I was putting tickets in there for because I wanted to make sure he got the video because he really wanted it. And he was working so hard for those tickets. So, you know, then right at the end of school, we had the draw and it was great because it really helped that whole end of the year go beautifully <laughs> because he was awesome. wanting to get those tickets to go in to the draw. And so, you know, we made a big production of let's see who won and we pull out his name. It, that was really a lot of fun. Well, <laughs> I would do that cool. again in a heartbeat. That's um, super cool. There's a lot of great memories from this school year and there's a lot of memories that just are still mind boggling in terms of trying to figure things and situations and kids out. So I just was thinking about, um, we were leaving a classroom yesterday, Sissy, I had to crack up because we talk about packing up classrooms and trying to wait till the end of the year. And you and I were in a classroom with a friend and they weren't really packing up, but they weren't getting rid of trash. They had a big, big <laughs> yeah, that's true. They were just kind of getting rid of things that they definitely don't need, like things that are because they were missing pieces to the puzzle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're 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 planning <laughs> training this summer for teachers, and uh, we're doing a lot of structured teaching and a lot of applied behavior analysis with them. And there you are with our friend digging through the trash, going, "This is a we could do match. We could do picture match to space because it was puzzles, like put in puzzles, but all the pieces were missing." And y'all were like, oh, my gosh, we could do this. We could do that. And the teacher goes, all I saw was a puzzle with no pieces. And I was like, that's all I saw, too. But you and our friend are taking all the broke, you know, all the puzzles that are missing to, to use it for, you know, and then to use it for the training and use it for kids to make work systems. Oh, yeah. Or, or, or work or, or task for them to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tasks. I mean, earlier this week and I thought about there's a guy on social media that makes fun of teachers. He's an administrator, but he talks about the free table when they're cleaning out at the end. Of oh, the yeah. Where, and I'm the teacher who goes and gets the stuff off the free table. There was a table full of books that someone was getting rid of. And it was all I could do to not go look through the books and see if that, you know, I wanted one of those books. Oh, um, and then <laughs> but, even when we're doing the planning, you were like, Okay, save all your empty medicine bottles and save all your, you know, shoe boxes and save all this. And I finally looked at both of you and I go, okay, just so you know, I don't have a craft room at home. So I'm not going to know how to make a lot of the stuff that you know how to make. And then last <laughs> night I thought, God, I wish I was better at that. And then I thought, no, you have other strengths. Anyway, you have lots of strengths, but you're going to, we, we're all going to work to, we're all going to learn new things. This it's going to be I great. guarantee you. It's going to be great. But one of the things that I just wanted to um, end on just kind of as a thank you is as we were leaving one of the classes, we were saying goodbye and saying goodbye to the teacher who's moving to Hawaii. And as I was closing the door, one of the paraprofessionals said, I love your podcast. And Aww, it's yeah. so sweet because I just adore her. There, She's just so good. Oh my gosh. She's so good. That classroom is so amazing. So, she uh, is. It is hard to have teachers moving. It is hard to have administrators retiring or other staff yeah. members retiring. And but that's life. Change happens. One of and, our favorite um, administrators is retiring. But thank goodness we know who's taking her place. So yeah, just as yeah. often. But anyway, just chit chat today. So just really wanted to wish you guys a happy and restful summer. And yeah, I think I will say this. I do hope you have a very wonderful summer. And I think.
that I will still try to post like on Instagram. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get my back healed up so I can run and their behavioral <laughs> pieces do that. And maybe I'll try to post about that kind of thing and thinking of it behaviorally, because honestly, everything is a behavior, right? I mean, other than, you know, if there needs to be a medical intervention, you can't behave your way out of a sinus infection. You can't behave your way out of cancer. But there are things that you can do to help yourself cope with those things. And for certainly for me, there are things that I can do to help my back along and get motivated to really get back to running. And I think those are the most fun ways to think about behavior because it's something we all do. uh, And it makes behavior change, you know, a little easier to understand. So hopefully I'll keep posting on Instagram um, over the summer while we're away on our break. Yes. And one of my summer goals is to have a bigger social media presence, but I'm not going to say on which one because I don't know if I'm going to actually make that goal come true. (laughs) So anyway, you guys have a great summer and we'll miss you. And we look forward to talking with you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye guys.